This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Hey, Woody, are you part of the elite now or something? <laughs> hey, I'm going to say it. I, th- I think, I feel like I'm part of the elite now. Do you um, want to explain to people what we're on about? Yeah, what, what, what it is, I was responding to a uh, tweet and I used a, a gif of, uh, of the, uh, the Young Bucks and uh, Carl Anderson liked it. Mm. So I take that like as confirmation that I have been accepted as an honorary member of the elite, that's what I'm going with. I mean, everybody can like decide for themselves if that's true or whether you're just on a different planet to everybody else. Well, I'm um, on a different planet. (laughs) You're on the elite planet. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so um, so, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, we also have a pretty cool episode of Dynamite to talk about today. We do, indeed. Um, would you say this was a step up from last week's Dynamite? 100%. Yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> it, it, not that last week was terrible. Uh, but, yeah, this week definitely felt it felt. Even, uh, even, like well, a, even not a great Dynamite is like a seven, unlike yes. normal wrestling for me yeah. anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> If you cannot already tell, this is your AEW Dynamite review for Friday, June 11th, 2021. Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some Dynamite? Let's go. All right. So the show started with the Pinnacle arriving in a white limo. And this was not the last time we would see this limo, would it? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I just love I just love the catwalk of suits and then Wardlow just rocks out with a flowery shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt, man. He's just literally not getting the memo about suits, is he? <laughs> Wardlow Wardlow does what Wardlow does. He does whatever he wants. Anybody would tell him any difference. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't. I definitely um, But the the first match of the night was uh Angelico, who's been hired wow. by Matt Hardy to go after Christian Cage, and he, he took on Christian Cage in the opening match of the show. And Helico may be one of the most underappreciated guys on this roster. And that talent was, yes, it was absolutely showcased in this match. Uh, and Helico actually controlled the match uh, a lot of the time, but all Christian needed was a small opening, and he got the win with the kill switch. Uh, afterwards, Matt Hardy attacked Christian, but Jungle Boy came out for the save. Was this a good choice to open the show with this match and also with the Christian Hardy angle? Because there's obviously, you know, something that furthering of this towards. story with Christian Hardy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, we know what era I got introduced into wrestling. So I am literally all for my Hardy, Christian, mm-hmm. anything. Um, I, I am still like, you know, a bit like <laughs> they're not as young as they were. So I'm just generally in the back of my no. mind still a bit concerned about what they're intending to do. But mm-hmm. in the present moment, this was great. And I 100% agree with you. And Helico, yeah. I just wish <clears throat> like the Hybrid 2 in general were showcased more on TV because they're a fantastic tag team. And I think people Agreed. forget that when they're not um, as visible on the shows. Yep. Um, I think they might be active on Dark and stuff, but... I don't have time mm-hmm. to watch every no. single bit of wrestling in my life, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I would love to. I'd literally love that to be like my life, but I can't. Yeah, um, me too. But no, I love this. And I love the fact that Jungle Boy came down for the save. Yeah. Um, yep. He's just such a good, good baby face. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever they've got planned. But this, this was a good opener. It wasn't yeah. as high paced as what their openers can be. But last week it felt like the opening was like the Big Bang and then it kind of like trailed off. This Mm -hmm. was like Mm -hmm. a good introduction to it and then it just kind of picked up. So I love this. I love this. It's a good good pace. 
so stories coming out of this, you know, we know the Hardy Christian thing is going to obviously happen and we're, we're looking mm. for that to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned wanting to see TH2 in action more, and I absolutely agree. And something I thought about with, with this was that, you know, Matt Hardy with the uh, the Hardy family office, you know, his mm-hmm. faction, he has private party, a tag team. Mm-hmm. He has Butcher and the Blade, a tag team. Mm-hmm. And now he's hired these henchmen and uh, Angelico and Jack Evans, hired henchmen, not necessarily part of the faction, but, you know, Mm. kind of hired guns there something i thought would I'm, I'm hoping they go down this road eventually where he does keep hiring th2 to do things and they get fed up with him which then starts a feud between yeah. th2 and private party or th2 and butchering the blade if yeah. we could if we could spin a story an angle between two mm. tag teams out of this because you got three tag teams there that are kind of involved with the same guy yeah it's a natural way to start a feud i would love for that to happen and that would get th2 on dynamite yeah, uh, 100%. That would be a good good way to go around yeah. it. Them and private Definitely. party, I think. I, I, I oh, goodness. Could you imagine? Yeah, so that could Brilliant. be a fun story. Good. I hope so. Yes, I hope indeed. I'm right. Next, uh, Cody Rhodes had an announcement. And okay. his announcement... Can I just say... Yeah. Can I just say... When they said Brock in this bit, my heart <laughs> literally jumped out of my body and fell on the floor. I was like... Do exactly. Not. Do not. And then it kind of went back in when he said Anderson's like, oh, yeah. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because, oh. like, yeah. So <laughs> he announced the debut of Brock. Brock. <laughs> not that Brock, uh, folks. Not that Brock. <laughs> not that Brock. Oh. Yeah. As you said, uh, Brock Anderson, the son of Arn Anderson. And uh, he'll be teaming with uh, Cody next week against QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. But QT, he's still trying to – it still feels like he's been slighted by Cody. And he came out and basically said he wants Cody in Miami, a South Beach strap match. (laughs) Then both men took their belts off. Uh, Arn got whipped and Brock got fired up. And went after uh, QT Marshall. So, so what did you think of this announcement? Uh, other, other than, other than the fact that your heart stopped when you thought Brock Lesnar was going to show up. Look, I, Brock <laughs> Lesnar's great, but I, I just, I can't not no, in AEW. No. no. no um, anyway, um, so <laughs> this was um, interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's really weird, but I am like. More siding with QT Marshall at the moment with all his Cody stuff. I'm like, yeah, I get you. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, and also, uh, Rock Anderson, he looked like he just come up from the beach. He literally looked he like did. he'd just been he for did. a walk on the boardwalk or something. I was like, I, I, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't help think that too. He, he, like he, he, he dipped into some of uh, Ethan Page's uh, wardrobe <laughs> to, to dress himself for that. It's like I, I would have. This was happening, and it was just like, "Oh, right, this is all I've got." Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> like I would have liked better in a suit or even in yeah, ring attire, so, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. something that's. Yeah, I, I agree. That was my first thought too. <laughs> I mean, um, it's like, so weird. And then trying to um, try and beat down QT, and then like little wicker shoes. It's just <laughs> such a weird, such a weird moment in my life. I was just like, "What is going on with but, my life?" Um, but. He yeah. does look like little orange, though. He looks like oh, it's like, so scary. Like yeah. the spits, yeah. like I, you, you generally are just going. I don't think I've ever seen any like you know parent child relationship look so much alike mm-hmm. in my yep. life. It's scary. Um, I also think QT is kind of maybe pushing his luck a bit with saying. Um, like oh, he kind of Anthony Gogo didn't do it. I did it. Yeah, I, I like, thought about that. This could be this. This might be planting the seeds, even though it might be a way off of like mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. Gogo either turning face or leaving or something yeah. like that. It just seemed very interesting that a yeah. Anthony Gogo wasn't there. B mm-hmm. he's not on the match graphic for the match with uh, nope. QT and Aaron Solo. That's Nick Camarato. It mm-hmm. just seems intriguing 
And we talked about that last week. We brought mm-hmm. up the fact that we could see, uh, you know, at some point it was obvious uh, the direction you would go would be a go go. Yeah. Tired of QT's uh, and still in the spotlight from him, which you yeah. think should be directly on Anthony Agogo. So, yeah. Yep. The seeds are being planted already. Indeed. Uh, something that crossed my mind too. Um, what odds would you give it um, next week of Brock Anderson turning on Cody in that match and joining uh, QT in the factory? Mm. For some reason, something struck me as, as is this how he's going to debut? He's going to debut and do just like the rest of the, maybe he sees the, the vision that QT has with Cody you just tries to hold you down. So, yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, ooh, yeah, I don't know. You try to make he, an early impact. Either uh, that happens or 100% they're going to win. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he went after QT at the end of this this thing. But yeah, that whole him hitting Arn thing could have been part of the could have been part of it. You know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it have been just, just, I mean, just a we setup. have learned we have learned not to kind of foreshadow stuff this much in AEW because I know with Sammy MJF and all that kabang. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a possibility. You, you never know. It's never off the table but, in AEW. You think so, you've got it right and then they swerve you. Hey, you know how we'll find out? By watching By watching, Don, watching Dynamite <laughs> next week. Yep. <laughs> and we shall be doing that. Oh, uh, even shall. though it's on Friday again. Like oh. this is the last Friday one, right? <laughs> I know, uh, this but is then the last... isn't it Saturday? It's sa- Saturday I'll be okay with. I'm okay with, with the Saturday. Um, I can I can handle staying up late for a, a, a dog. Is that your dog? I <laughs> hope it's my dog. If not, somebody else's dog's in my house. <laughs> my husband said to me um, this morning, when, when um, is this you watching wrestling on the weekend when I'm at home going to end? I went, probably got two more weeks of it, love. <laughs> yeah. On behalf of AEW, we apologize. Yeah. My wife's not too crazy about it either. It is what it is. All right. It's fault. It is. It is. All right. Next, we had uh, Penta, Pack, and Eddie Kingston teaming to take on the Young Bucks and poor Brandon Cutler. I love, I love this match. Uh, even though my boys lost, uh, the interactions between Pack and Eddie, Cutler getting left hung out to dry by the bucks to, to be annihilated for like 90% of this match and, uh, and everything the bucks did, you know, it's just good stuff. But this all ultimately led to Cutler taking one of Eddie Kingston's back fists and he ate the pen to give Pinto pack and Kingston the win. But then afterwards, the good brothers hit the ring, helped the bucks with their post-match attack on Eddie pack and uh, Penta. Then the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian, came out for the save, continuing his attacks on the Bucks and company. So how did you like this match and the aftermath? This is brilliant. Like, I <laughs> genuinely was just, like, a bit sad that Mox isn't there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, um, no, this was so much fun. Like, Pac and Eddie trying to get on was, like, sheer gold. It was absolutely brilliant. And then Eddie trying to have a, like, a bit of a one-to-one with him in the middle of the match on in the ring, just going, yeah, me and you. We, we got to do it, me and you. And Pat's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like really? Yeah. Um, That's when they did the, to- the Tope Suicidas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love That's that spot. Brilliant. That was a great spot. Yeah, yeah. So good. Poor, poor Brandon Cutler, basically. Just, uh, you know, no. And his face smashed uh. in again. Um, but I, I just love this. And then at the end where the lights... Like, you know, your mate, Carl Anderson, arrived, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that's, yep, that's your, your best yep. friend. Um, my boy. Your boy. And they all turned up. And then <laughs> when Frankie uh, um, Frankie Kazarian turned up, my first thought was, damn, Frankie's looking good. He's got a little yeah. big growth. He looks, he looks like he's, like, you know, been camping out in yeah. the woods waiting for the bugs to walk by so he can pounce <laughs> on them. Um, he had camo on and everything. I was like, this is brilliant. He- it, it looked like he was channeling Moxley a little bit with the camo yeah. pants. That's what I was hey, I was thinking. I'm, I'm like, going is for he, it, he... I'm going for it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then like just like the four of them, like Penta, uh, Eddie, uh, Kazarian, and Pat, just in the ring, like, huh, uh-huh. huh, huh, hmm, hmm. interesting. So th- 
this is the force that's going to be standing in the Bucks' way. Uh, I don't know what they're standing in the way of. The Bucks already have the title. <laughs> but apparently, they're this, standing this in the is, way. You're in the door. <laughs> now you're not going past. <laughs> this is the force that the Bucks are going to have to face going forward. Apparently, for a little while. <laughs> This uh, the super the super team the super faction you imagine, whatever you want to like, call them. You can just imagine like each one of the four at like Kazarian Park, Eddie and Penta on like the doors leading into Daly's pace, and each book's going, no, you can't come in this way. No, you can't come in this way. And just like, hmm, how do we get in? <laughs> but but we're EVP. Don't matter. We're EVP. Come on. Oh. So yeah, uh, so good. Yeah, so man, could you could we see Kazarian hanging out with Eddie on a regular basis now? Could like, you imagine take, l- literally taking Mox's spot? Could you imagine Mox coming back and Eddie and Frankie just like having a general <laughs> chat? And Mox like, huh? What are you doing? <laughs> You're my friend. Wait a minute. Who the Where's fuck is this from? guy <laughs> <laughs> trying to be like me? Got my pants on, man. Got my pants and on. My actual pants. <laughs> I've been looking for those. So, do you think this this whole thing ultimately leads to Eddie Kingston versus Kenny Omega at some point? It feels like that to me. It's it's gotta. I genuinely want it to happen at some point. Like mm-hmm. you have yep. no idea how much. And when it happens, yeah. I want Mox to be at ringside uh, because because I know that was one of the matches you said you yeah. wanted to see on, on our yeah. world title. Yeah, yeah, hundred prediction show. Who wouldn't? I yeah. would love to see Eddie beating the hell out of Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that is, lose that eventually, is but pure still. joy for me. That's like yeah. a good day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I miss Mox. So, <laughs> I can, I can Already. <laughs> Already. Uh, Your dog agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, that, is that what that was? <laughs> yeah, that was agreeing. That was okay. dog going, yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Still, they, I, I wish, I wish my Moxley, dogs would stop Moxley, agreeing. Moxley. <laughs> stop agreeing. <laughs> then we saw a highlight reel of Kenny Omega's successful title defense against Pack and Orange Cassidy at Double or Nothing, including some footage that may or may not have shown that referee Bryce Remsburg was trying to conspire against Don Callis and Kenny Omega during that match. So. Thoughts, Sarah? <laughs> I genuinely loved how, like, it was like dead gentle music for like packing and Orange Cassidy. And then when Omega got shot, it was like, and the random crowd, yeah, the random crowd shots of people like going crazy for Kenny's win. For Kenny, but it wasn't, it was absolutely genius. And I just loved the subtitle. It's like you ain't Kenny Omega. <laughs> oh my goodness! I didn't know what yeah. to expect from this, but it trumped everything I, I didn't thought either. it would be. Jeez! Yeah, oh, it was well done. My head off. It was mm. well done. Well done. It was so, indeed. Yeah. Oh, uh, brilliance! Next, we heard from the Pinnacle for the first time since their loss to the Inner Circle in the Stadium Stampede match at Double or Nothing. And we found out that Dax cares a lot about his family. Mm. Cash doesn't give a crap about families. Sean Spears was so mad he had to be calmed down. Wardlow can still talk, and he Jeez. will face hey, yes, and he will face Jake Hager in an MMA cage fight. And MJF compared Sammy Guevara to Helen Keller. <laughs> um, which which so, lost like. Half of the like complete demographic, you'll <laughs> yeah. be going, what? <laughs> yeah, MJF, man, what can you do? Yeah. Then we all we also learned that the pinnacle would be walking home as the inner circle appeared on the video screen and laid waste to that white limousine that we saw at the beginning of the show. The cherry on top was Jake Hager ramming it with a freaking forklift. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say that this. This little Isn't thing over. between the inner circle and the pinnacle is, is definitely not over. So how did but you I how do you like this I segment? Thought it, I thought it would be concluded with Stadium Stumpy too. Absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> oh, this was mm. absolutely amazing. I I yeah. I literally 
everyone in the pinnacle was brilliant but i i generally i am so crazy <laughs> on psycho sean spears oh, just yeah. like his energy i generally thought he was just <clears> stirring <throat> into my soul through the tv i was like hey you're all right <laughs> calm down take this, a, like have a nice calm tablet or something you know <laughs> have some this is the best <laughs> this is the best sean spears has looked yes. since he's joined the since he's joined the company 100%. period yeah 100%. this is yeah. like he like and like i've seen like you know instagram videos of like him like being really nice and yeah, it's yeah. just such like everybody's got that dark twisty inside of them i'm telling you mm-hmm. everybody's <clears> got <throat> it and like, has literally just pulled out and gone here it is and yeah. like the more i see this the more excited i am just for yeah. a sean spears match i'm ready to see oh, sean spears in action again yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent um I also love the fact that um, MJF is saying that Jericho is a false idol. He is like, it, this is like the thing, like, loads of people say, don't meet your heroes, don't meet your heroes. And I genuinely, it sounds really bad, but I'm on that same thing. I always think that. Yeah. You build people up in your head so much. Uh-huh. And if you don't live up to it, you're absolutely good. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why <clears throat> I refuse to, like, meet and greets or anything like that. I just, one, I can't handle stress. Two, I just can't put myself through it. But I just love how you, it was like, <laughs> You wouldn't be able to handle me and John Moxley. Oh, my God. I would be, I would literally be a pool on the floor of just like, <laughs> gone. Be gone. <laughs> There's no way. Yep. There's just not a chance in any world that that would be able to happen to me. But no, MJF just like, um, just really hates Jericho now. Um, and even like yeah, when he, he like said that he denied Jericho's quest for a match, he mm-hmm. said it with like so much poison in his voice. I was just like, like this guy lives and breathes this character so much. Like you generally now, I, I can't even imagine him, you know, like being like happy on like a birthday mm. or like, you know, when the sun's out or something. I can't imagine no. him being happy. It's really mm. weird. Um Yeah. Because most other people in that company, I can I can see as quote unquote real life regular folks yeah. doing their stuff in a way. In yeah. death, it's really hard to picture that. It is. It's really difficult. And like, maybe Luchasaurus, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a whole but thing. even in like interviews, MJF is still MJF. He's never he's yeah. never like he's never not on as MJF. That's what's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, I bet his family just watched it going. But you're such a nice boy, Maxwell. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's so disappointed. <laughs> but then when we got to when we got to the um, limo thing, just how much yep. fun does it look like the inner circle having? I uh, know. Like, seriously, yeah. I generally quote tweeted Santana going, "Can I please join? I've got these spiky heel shoes to use as my weapon of choice." <laughs> she does. Please, <laughs> please. She does. I, I also have. Um, a bag that goes with them so i've got like triple spikes like i'm good to go and it's all black like my wardrobe is black clothing i'm off right there <laughs> it would literally be a walking weapon no <laughs> they can pick you up and somebody. use use, use yeah. a weapon hey them shoes i may or may not have been used before um <laughs> <laughs> may okay. or may not um, it could be evidence it could be evidence of a murder evidence, that we're yeah. not aware of <laughs> But um, Jake Hager in that forklift, it just, it just looked so happy. But then when they all got onto it, this is the point where my husband was watching it, right? When they got onto the back of the forklift. He was watching it? He was watching this bit because the dog wanted to come inside, so he had to come inside. Okay, okay, okay. So um, he, when they all got onto the forklift, because my husband works in like engineering, so like they have forklifts all the time, he yeah. generally went, you're not going to do that. <laughs> went, what? He went, you're not meant to ride on the back of a forklift like that. I, I don't think that's the problem of yeah <laughs> yeah OSHA's not going to come in and say anything with this one no, I, I, was like, it's like, I don't think they've got health and safety um, risk yeah. assessment going on at this and they just like decimated a, a car so um, but yeah he was just like no, you, can't, you can't do that you like, can't do that that's, okay. that is a violation that is, that a, is violation. a violation of blah 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 blah, blah. section da 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 <laughs> Great. But yeah, um, that's such a realistic brilliant. take on it. I, I know. That. Yeah, I was just like, 
you go back outside. <laughs> so I was enjoying this. Now it just made me think of all the health and safety issues they've got. Um, but yeah, so I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So awesome. Good, so much fun. So, like, coming out of this, do you think it's more likely that we get, like, a MJF versus Jericho match to end up really blowing off eventually this feud between the two factions? Or do we get MJF versus Sammy Guevara to settle it? Because both opportunities were kind of thrown out there by, by MJF. Mm. You took shots at both guys. I would love to see Sammy be the one to 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 face MJF in a one-on-one kind of. Well, I think the way that you could do that is you could have, um, say, MJF via Jericho, but MJF mm-hmm. seriously injures Jericho again. So ah. sure the match is stopped. He yeah, claims that yeah. he's won. And you can ask Sammy and Guevara go, well, technically, you haven't. It got stopped. Do you want to prove you're the better man? Face me. And that's the way you can do it. I like that. I like it. And it, it becomes more emotional, because, too, yeah, especially with Jericho being out. Because people want to see... We've already seen MDF Jericho, but it makes exactly. sense the leaders to go <clears throat> against the leader. But also, mm-hmm. it will tie into the cage match where Sammy submitted for the inner circle because of Jericho it will make sense for him then to come back and like take his spot for his like you know mentor yeah and it kind of work along with Sammy being portrayed as the the hero of the stadium stampede match too where he was really celebrated which was the whole reason Sean Spears is so pissed off just yeah just that's it (laughs) so uh, who's winning between Warlow and Hager in that uh, MMA cage oh my god seriously it's got to be Hager it, it should, it legitimately should. It legitimately should, because but this is wrestling. So, yeah, but, but otherwise yeah. they're taking it off him type thing. Yeah, yep. If he wants to say he's undefeated. Un- he's undefeated then, in MMA. Yep. <laughs> then he's got to stay undefeated, surely. Yep. I think he's like two and zero oh, though, or something. Two and zero, oh, three and zero. Oh. But still undefeated, <laughs> Unde- undefeated, undefeated. I don't either, but yeah, I'll have to look it up later. Yeah, y'all can I, just I, let us know. What's, yeah. what's his record? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, please tell us because I have no idea about any of this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I barely know anything about wrestling. <laughs> Do my best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you fake it really well. You fake it. You've you've had me convinced for for a while that you actually know what you're talking about. So much so that we're doing this. <laughs> I know, crazy. Oh, um, it's all right. So yeah, so yeah, I I, I think Hager, but. If it ends up going Wardlow, I, I it's only just gonna make everything like ten times more mm-hmm. easy. <clears throat> but I, I generally think it has to be Hager. But then again, you would... we've been swept before. So yes. All right. So then Sting and Darby were seen yeah. in a vignette responding to Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page's challenge for Darby to find a new partner to face them. And Darby's answer is. He doesn't want a new partner. He doesn't want any partner. He wants Sting to stay at home so he can face Sky and Ethan Page in a handicap match. So, Sarah, Darby feels like he's got something to prove, doesn't he? As soon as he said, like, as soon as this happened and, like, they decided that Darby wasn't going to get anybody, I generally just went, like, Darby, you're gonna mm-hmm. die, dude. Like, why do you keep putting yourself in these situations? Like, think about this. Um, yeah. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Just please, you make me so nervous. Um right. it generally looked like there was a bit of like tiny bit of tension between us as well. Um, a little bit. Between yes, them because absolutely. like Sting was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. Like he's like, no, no, stay. Just stay home this one time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. all right. <clears throat> okay. And Sting, held that, held, Sting held that fist bump up there for what felt like an hour. Yeah, I just <laughs> was going, stop leaving him. Fist bump me, dude. Fist bump me, dude. Dude. Do it. Yeah, so I was a bit like, e- I, I, I don't agree with your decision, Darby. I do not. But mm. then um, again, like, I kind of like, Entered on Twitter, I think. I think it was on Twitter. I respect his decision because he's Darby Allen. Like he's gonna do things his way, no matter what is put in front of him. I just yeah. think 
I don't know. I just think this is going to be... I think maybe something happens. Sting's not there, but Lance Archer might be. Exactly. It could be where yeah, Archer comes in to make the save or, you know, to help Darby in a situation where he shouldn't have put himself in in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. This could be where he enters the picture. We've been waiting mm-hmm. for that for a while. You know, and we talk about layers of character with we talk about with, with other people, but especially yeah. with Darby, because Darby seems like somebody that could have several layers. Oh, yeah. That you don't even you don't even realize they're being peeled off until you really no. think about it. Just this promo right here kind of it opened a weakness kind of because mm-hmm. really Darby didn't need to do this, you know, no. because he's again, like Sting has said, TNT champion before I was ever involved. All this mm-hmm. stuff you've done, but he feels a little uh, emotionally vulnerable. I think that's what mm-hmm. kind of – because he was gotten to by Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. So where, where Darby is such a risk taker and so uh, – a, t- a tough guy literally that will stand up mm-hmm. to any adversity. Yeah. We see where he can be baited into situations now uh, where he can be really vulnerable and leave himself open to, to lose or get himself hurt. Yeah. So. So it's, it's a layer, I think, that was kind of peeled back a little bit. And, and, we, and, and Sting really is like the big brother in this, this whole thing. You know, we say, we, we, I talked about him like a father figure, but it, mm. it felt like a little brother, big brother situation yeah. where you're, the little brother thinks the big brother's been handling all of his fights. He's like, no, dude, mm-hmm. like, I, I got to win this one on my own. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't the case. But for some reason, Darby felt like it was. So, I again, definitely it's just think that. it's like you said, it's the emotion. It's, Darby's thing mm-hmm. with Ethan Page, that's what it is. That's what's fueling mm-hmm. him on this thing. I think yep. he feels like he he doesn't have to prove something to anybody, but I think he feels like he has to prove something to Ethan Page and to himself as Darby. Himself, that, exactly. You know, he he can beat Ethan Page. He doesn't need anybody else. Yeah. Um, and I generally think them near falls if it's Darby with Ethan Page on the near falls I think that's going to get his frustration up so much mm-hmm. it's just it's going to be this like match is going to be so heavy in storyline it's it's going yeah. to be amazing to watch like it you is. said there's going to be so many layers in this that yeah. just peel away yeah. and I think I think I think Darby's like character in general is starting to become a bit fractured it's like mm-hmm. it's like the batman thing like you live yourself mm-hmm. long enough to um, become the villain exactly it's like it's yeah. like he's like fracturing a bit and he's like in what mm-hmm. he's doing it's interesting and those emotional vulnerabilities that like we just saw there mm-hmm. start kind of cracking a little bit could lead eventually you know we talked about darby yeah. as a hill at some point that's where it could lead. Uh, mm. Not now. I don't think this happened at all now. No, but no, no. Just those yeah. those cracks that you see could ultimately yeah. be the reason that he it leads him down a path eventually. And that's that's the thing with AEW as the well. That's the thing with AEW as well. It's like they don't rush these things. They take the time mm-hmm. because in like the real world, <clears throat> someone who's slowly but surely losing who they are as a person and becoming mm-hmm. the opposite of what they stand for. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. overnight. There's got to be little situations and little like hints of it, and like you know, little seeds planted that you can slowly yep. but surely see it unraveling as somebody that's watching it, but the person going through it can't. Yep. I'm just. It's a bit like what happened yeah, with the it's, books. They started it having is. little mini heel tendencies every now and again, which was going on for months, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you, just that was it. You just wonder when it's going to happen you start seeing just the little the little details mm. here and there and then yeah and then when it finally happens you're like yep we yep. saw it coming that was it that was just it coming good stuff good stuff mm-hmm. all right uh now and what felt like really what felt like it could have been the main event evil uno challenged for his first singles title as he faced miro for the tnt championship miro Miro controlled the match throughout, as you as you would expect, you know. Yeah. But but after Stu Grayson and Five came out to like encourage Uno to help him get back in the ring. Yeah. And they they were eventually cleared out by Miro, pretty much. Uh, after that, the Uno started fighting back to the point where all of the Dark Order came out 
to cheer them on. They were all lined up on the on the ramp stage area, and it was it was really cool. So they were out there to see their friend pull off the upset, but instead they watched him tap out to the game over as Miro yeah. retained the title. I absolutely love the story that was told during this match. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was it was brilliantly done. So this was like really emotional yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you manage to watch the dynamite? Uh, not the dynamite. The uh, BTA. Yes, I did see BTA. Yes, did yes, you yes. did you see it where yeah. they were practicing? Every time when he put him in that hole, I was like, "Come on, you practice, get out of it." <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, this great. this was this was an emotional match as well. <clears throat> I genuinely was like, "Could you imagine like?" Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And like, negative one was there. I was just like, "Oh my god!" I know. Like, oh, like the the story in this match, like you said, it is just yeah, so deep and like the depth of it was just and crates like you know, my goodness, <clears throat> he go up against Miro. I genuinely thought he he's got this. Look at look how great! Like, do you know what I mean? He's completely yeah. in control of it, knocking Miro off his feet. Which, let's be honest. Doesn't happen that yeah. often. Um, no, does not. Does not. Miro still looks like an absolute beast and a killer. Like, he like he's genuinely he like scares me. He didn't come out of this looking uh, looking weak at all. Even though you no. know, got uh, like had a little comeback. You know, he, he still came out looking like an absolute yeah. monster. But yeah, this was this was brilliant. It was just um, yeah. When he when yeah. he did the when he you know did the tribute to. Broly with a discus Brody. line, like he and did, then, and like oh. Miro didn't move. I was just like, "Oh God, this is it!" And this is just it. That's it. <laughs> That's when you knew it was over. It's That's like, when yeah. I knew, like, yeah, yeah, this is gonna be it now. Oh my goodness, <laughs> poor guy, oh, poor guy. Uh, but hey, you know, okay, the Dark Order had a sad moment here, but before the show ends, I promise you, they will be happy. Yes, but we'll get to that. We will get to yes. that. Yes. Next, we got a short vignette uh, introducing everyone to Andrade. Uh, and, and we learned that next week he will have a sit-down interview with Jim Ross. He I'm, looked I'm excited. absolutely amazing, this little thing. He did, he did. Absolutely uh, like money. So I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what, what, what comes out in the, uh, the interview with yeah. uh, JR. Yeah, I hope it's just him. I hope we don't have Vicky Guerrero as well. I just want yeah. to hear what Andrade says. Exactly. I would be more for that. Yes. Yeah. So his first match, do you think they're going to save his first match in AEW for a live crowd, like maybe Miami, the Miami show? I hope so. I Me don't too. want to happen what happened with Christian. <laughs> no, no. We're almost because... there. We're almost, we're almost to where we're touring again. Let's just, yeah. Let's just hold wait. that match off. I, he can yeah. have promos. He can have like, you know, <clears throat> Like coming out to the ring, cutting a promo. That's everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But match, please wait to the crowd. Because the reception he got when he came out the first time. Mm-hmm. You won't talk that about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want that. No, no. Save save that for a, a live crowd in yeah. another town, like instead of being you know, at Daly's place. It's uh yeah. Miami or the Texas shows, you know, one of those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then world champion Kenny Omega and Don Callis came out to let us know what they think of Jungle Boy, who will be challenging Kenny for the title on Saturday, June 26th on, uh, on the special episode of Dynamite. Uh, Don thinks Jungle Boy is a one-hit wonder, uh, and Kenny thinks Jungle Boy is missing something, and that something is guts. But then Jungle Boy showed up, and he showed some guts as he came to the ring to tell Kenny that he talks too much, which was true because Kenny was running his mouth the whole time. And Jungle Boy looked so cool to stand there and listen to it like, yeah, 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 dude, you talk too much. This resulted in a brawl between the two in which the Bucks ran out to save Kenny uh, from Jungle Boy's snare trap. Like Jungle Boy had him, uh, you know, caught in it there for a minute until the Bucks came out with the save. So Kenny's such an A-hat, isn't he? He is. He plays it so just, well. Plays it so well. He plays it so well. I just genuinely like. I know you're a nice guy, and I know like what you've done in like your career and stuff. But I really don't like you right now. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, oh, just and Jungle like, Boy is a perfect one to yeah, have out exactly. there like, for him to be even mouthing off that as well. 
Like mm-hmm. I generally mm-hmm. wanted to like reach through the TV and just like slap Kenny, Kenny across the face, going, "Shut up, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> just be, just shush, <sighs> shush." Um, I love after like uh, obviously Jungle Boy got him in submission, and then you know the books came out to you know mm-hmm. do the book things. Yep. Um, yep. I loved how when um, Kenny Omega finally go. And one of the books passed him his title. He basically was holding on to it like a comfort blanket. <laughs> he was just like, it's mine. It's my blanket. Like, generally, looked, generally looked like really like upset at the thought of like not having it. It was like, just you, played perfectly. You could just replace the title with a teddy bear and it would look Yeah, the same. yeah. exactly. Okay. It was like a little kid <laughs> that had just like been shouted at by his mum or something. And he was yeah. like upset and just went, Comfort. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, so so is good. It, I know this there's an obvious answer to this, but is is there any chance that Jungle Boy beats Kenny Omega? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. But okay, so we know the answer to that one. <laughs> so do you th- but do you think that Jungle Boy, even in this obvious loss that's gonna happen to Kenny Omega, can come out of this looking even stronger, even in a loss to Kenny Omega? Yes, because the way that you can do that is you can have, I don't know, somebody maybe help Kenny. Yeah, I can think of a couple of guys. I can think of a few, like your mate. What's his name? Yeah, Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, you could have like them come out and, you know, not distract the ref, not Jungle Boy out, yeah. drag Kenny and put. Kenny to pin him that way. That way, Kenny's not, you know, pinned Jungle Boy on his own steam, and Jungle Boy's not lost on his own steam. It was all kind of concocted and, you know. Yeah. You know, a plan. Uh, You never know. Another, a new member of the elite might run out and help. So. Why are you doing? Well, look, just know if you see a bald headed, bearded guy come out of the crowd. That's not John Silver. I mean, you could probably tell the difference between the size of our biceps, but um, you'll be holding on me. to like Matt Jackson's so legs, going, "I love you, I love you so much, <laughs> I do, I really do." Mox is shit. <laughs> I hate Mox. I hate Mox. Just so I you hate know, Mox. I hate Mox. I bet it on you guys. I bet on you guys. All right. So, oh, okay. I to call out, just going, "Hey, bestie." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Next, next, we found out that the partnership between Mark Sterling and Jade is in full effect, and she is looking to capitalize because she wants to uh, to be a household name. Of course, Sarah, you already think she's a household name, right? Indeed, yeah, I love her. You love, you love, love her. some Jade. I do. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. She's going to be an absolute star. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yep, I, I think I think the 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 dueling uh, personalities between them are great because yeah. Mark is. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that before, about how Jade is very, uh, very in charge of that situation. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. I think it's I think it's obvious who's running that show. Oh, 100%. and that's that's going to be a, a fun. Yep, and he better do it. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> or she'll break him. So yep, into like this, this this will be fun. Um, so then we heard from Scorpio Sky and Ethan oh, Page. God. Who think that Darby's decision to face them in a handicap match is the dumbest idea he's ever had? Do you agree? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we've already agreed. I, mean, I, I know, I know, like, you know, Scorpio's kind of information of the bad guys in this, but yeah. I have to agree. They're with right. Them. <laughs> They're right. Yeah. 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 Make mean, a good I... point. Next, the Murder Hawk monster, Lance Archer, defeated young Chandler Hopkins in about seven seconds. Approximately, I, I didn't count. Lance ain't messing around right now, so. Um, I think he's. Uh, so give us a play-by-play play of how this match went, Sarah. Give us a play-by-play. Play. Uh, Lance Archer turned up, blackout, water. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Did it. I miss anything? <laughs> nope, nope. That's about it. So, okay. it, if Archer isn't going to get involved with Darby and Sting, then, then what do you, what should he do? Should he just keep coming out and you know annihilate? I have no idea. I have no idea what the plan is with him because this, the way he acted with this, like, I don't know if, like, he's doing it in, like, the wrestling world or if he's generally this and no, he's just done. 
like just like yeah. slam it. Yeah, I'm done. I done my bit. Get pay me. I'm going home because he, he generally like he seems really mad. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what the plan is. I'm I am intrigued because you don't want someone like Lance Archer not to you know be on TV. Mm-hmm. He's like he's amazing. Why would you but not you want need... this guy anywhere near your product? Yeah. But he needs something. He needs. He, he does needs need a story. something. One hundred percent. I just, what that I think the Darby, is, I have no idea. I just think the Darby, the Darby Sting situation just makes too much sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got to somehow get involved there. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. I mean, if he's going to keep having matches, you know, not even like this, but against anybody, I would love the whole where he just gets up and walks off thing. Let that keep happening, man. I thought that was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. Just not even hey, celebrating. Don't, don't, don't raise my hand. I would literally yeah. love him to walk out. Then we like follow him and he just walks past Tony Carton. Tony Carton hands him a check and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the house. Yeah. Oh, all right. So this is kind of a surprising segment to me. Uh, in this segment, uh, the Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth wants Orange Cassidy to come to the wingman for a makeover. Like he doesn't like the way Cassidy looks or is portrayed. Uh, so this makeover could be one that he could get the easy way or one that he could get the hard way as Cesar Bononi threatened to rearrange his face. Uh, so is this, a, is this a new feud for Orange Cassidy, him against the wingman? But it kind of felt like. See, I <clears> have <throat> two things with this. One, mm-hmm. I just randomly loved this because I was not expecting it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So exactly. that caught me off yeah. guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, disrespect to them or anything. But from being in a world title picture mm-hmm. and then yeah. maybe going into this feud seems a bit like a mm. not Demotion. the right step. Yeah. It, it feels like it's sort of like going a bit backwards. Like, we've just portrayed like Cassius as, like, mm-hmm. almost like winning the world title. Like, he was that good. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, we're back to, like... A, like is gimmick type thing. Mm, I don't um, know. I don't know how I feel about it. That being said, you know, yeah, it is a step back. It feels like that, but it could be entertaining. I think, you know, I think Ryan Nemeth is one that's um, that has potential as a character. Mm. Uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty funny, and I, I don't know. I if if he, I'm not sure who would get be front and center in this feud with Orange Casting. I would assume it would be him eventually. You know, yeah. I guess I guess you could say he's the MJF for that group. Mm. <laughs> but, so that's 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 the finish line for this. And I don't know, there could be, I could there could be some fun stuff had there. But I do agree though. Uh, even even though I, I think it has potential to be very entertaining, uh, and I did not see it coming. I do agree that it is after being in the world title match and being that close, it does seem like a weird spot to go to. Yeah. I, um, I... I mean, like always, I mean, I will 100%, you know, watch it and could mm-hmm. generally be pleasantly surprised at how great it could be. But just on the surface of what we've just seen from that, what, yeah. minute little segment, mm-hmm. I am not sure how this is going to go. But I know how we'll find out. Uh, by watching keep, it? Keep, yep, keep watching down the way. Oh, Okay. Next, we had uh, the number three ranked Nyla Rose facing the number five ranked legit Layla Hirsch in a women's division matchup. And it was a solid showing for both of them. Uh, but it did feel like it was really designed to help build Nyla up for an eventual feud with Britt Baker. And it ended with Nyla putting Layla away with a brutal avalanche beast bomb for the win. So did you like the match? What did you think about it? I did. I just didn't like the cheap shot at uh, Leila Hirsch's height. Yeah. I, we don't need them kind of, you know, Yeah. jokes, inverted commas, in yeah. AW. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's <just felt laughs> a bit, eh, it's no. not that funny. Um, no short jokes, man. No short yeah, jokes. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, this, is, this was good. I agree with you that it's heading towards Nyla. Mm-hmm. against uh, Britt Baker, but she's not going to win it back, hopefully. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, this was a, a good little match. It feels like um, we've had one women's match again, but we're going to have like two segments from women. It feels like they're trying the best now to kind of push this division forward. I just wish mm-hmm. that we could have like, the women's division not in the same slot of the match every single week. Like, you know, yeah, it can be elsewhere yeah, it... on the card. Yeah, like it that eventually. Like... Ah, oh, women's division. Ah, oh, well, main event's coming next. <laughs> yeah, let's plop it in right here. Which, yeah. you, know, you, you, you know, we've we've gotten the main event. I'd love to see a women's match open the show at some point yeah. too. That'd be great. Not to say this this one necessarily should have opened the show. No, no, no. But just... we we, we can we can get there though to where yeah. you know we open it with 100%. that. So so it, and we got more confirmation in the next segment that obviously this is leading to. Uh, Britt Baker versus Nala situation. As the new women's champion, Britt Baker, let us know that she was not impressed with Nala and that she understood uh, how important the title was to Nala because the title would literally make Nala Rose. But the difference is with Baker, she makes the title. Yeah. So um, This is good. Yeah, I, I really want to move on from the entire burger thing as quickly as yeah. we possibly can. Um but yeah, this was this was good. It's it's what it is. We are setting up for Britt Baker versus Nyla. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. All right, we'll see where it goes. And in the main event, Hangman Adam Page teamed up with Preston Vance, number ten of the Dark Order, to face the Machine Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs of Team Taz after the challenge that was laid down by Taz last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and though it was a great match, the story here was more about more dissension in team Taz as later in the match, yeah. Ricky Starks, Ricky Starks, he tossed in the FTW title belt to help cage, but the machine wanted nothing to do with it. Starks wasn't happy. He was in fact, so not happy that he slapped Brian cage in the face, which was a mistake. Ricky took off running as cage chased Starks to the back leaving Hobbs to eventually take a buckshot lariat from Adam Page for the win. Afterwards, Adam Page celebrated with the Dark Order with some adult beverages, except for negative one. He had a bottle of water. Saw that. Team Taz was the opposite. They were absolutely not happy with the way this uh, this show and match ended. So how did you like the main event? Oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it was. It really was. For so, so many reasons, this was brilliant. Um, Ricky Starks, his face is just an animated comedy movie. <laughs> I just... Oh. Every point time, in the neck. The neck. Yeah, every time he's <laughs> like, the camera's on his face, he is just so animated. I just... He's literally yeah. an all-round wrestler. It's ridiculous how good he is. Um, he is. But when he ran off, this is another bit where my husband had like sort of come in when he ran off and um, <laughs> he was like pointing at his neck, going, the neck, the neck. I was like, I always saying the neck, the neck. And he this was just like, Yeah, it's his neck. I was like, mm, don't get it. I got the, I got one neck. too. <laughs> um yeah, and oh Ryan Cage is in for some some telling off. Taz was not yeah. happy. He was not happy. Um yeah, I this is it, like, because I originally, like, they keep swerving this for me. Because one minute I'm going, yeah, Ricky, Ricky Starks is leaving. The next minute, no, they're kicking Brian Cage out. Then, no, Ricky Starks is leaving. I know it's, they're kicking Brian Cage out. Like, what? What are they doing? I, I generally don't know what the direction know. this is. Apart from something's going to happen and it's going to go kaboom. Because this can't, how, they, like, literally can't keep having this. But I know how we'll find out, though. How? By watching Dynamite every week. Ah, that is the key to this, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's, it's a theme it, throughout this episode. It, it, oh, if only subliminal I'd messages, that, watch the Dynamite. Last, watch. For the last two years, if only I'd known just to keep watching it, keep watching I would Dynamite. understand what was going on. You're right, though. That this thing is could go in several directions, and I love Oh, that. 100%. It could go in any yeah. direction they want. It's ridiculous yeah. how, like, how this is just... Slowly but surely, like like we said with the Derby thing, this is slowly but surely beginning to unravel, and we've mm-hmm. been with this for about three, four months. Yeah, and normally, you know, some things can 
linger and get old where you're like mm. just get on with it and some people may think that and if you think that that's cool but with this yeah. it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like that to me no. i know w- with the arcade anarchy thing with Mero yeah. and kip and penelope and and all that and, and best friends that felt like it it overstayed its welcome yeah with this doesn't feel like it it's entertaining and it's not overdone to where it's all yeah. the time in your face in I your think, face in I your face and it's so key. subtle yeah yeah, I think I think that's the key because because they're not on it all the time. It's not always happening, so you're not like being bombarded with it all the time. If it, if they are on TV, it's not huge segments about it. It's just little snippets every now and again. You know, it's keeping you keep reminding you about it. It's not yep. it's not this whole big thing in you in your face all the time. With you know, like arcade anchor match yep. was just such a bad idea. Yeah. For yeah. so many reasons, yeah. um, but this with Taz, Team Taz, it just it feels like so organic. Like mm-hmm. you could even say like this doesn't even feel like it's storyline. It's just something that's happening in a company. Like th- like yep. things happen all the mm-hmm. time where like groups of people <clears throat> start to fraction off. So hundred percent up for it. And and what Taz brings on commentary, you. you- you can't really put a value on that because he having him on commentary for, for all these matches where this story is taking place, it adds so much because just mm. to hear the anger in his voice throughout that match, if you take that away from the match, yeah, you lose so much. And it's the same thing with, with Don Callis uh, on commentary for Bucks matches or for Kenny matches. It adds so much to that match, to the story that's happening in that match. Mm. To me, I, I just think those things are so valuable. Yeah. Those guys being on commentary for those. Um, but, with, but with this, I love it. Like Dynamite doesn't have to. They do a really good job of not always ending Dynamite with the main event angle. Yeah. Uh, because you know, I got so used to seeing that uh, watching wrestling growing up. It, uh, the show mm. was going to end with the main event angle. Or it, my memory, it seems to be that way. The majority of the yeah. time it was that way. Feels, feels like it. And I could be wrong. Uh, but with this, like, you know, this is not the main story in, you know, in AEW, but yet it ends the show, you know, so it gives it mm. a more important feeling and it gives other guys a chance for that main event spotlight, you know, so I love that. And, and, and we haven't really even talked about Hangman a whole lot, but, you know, having him with the Dark Order at the end and, you know, this is, again, another another win for Hangman. You know, I know that mm-hmm. this was in a tag match, but it's still, yeah. still counts. It, it just starts building to you know to eventually mm. you know another slow build we talk about how how mm. long things are and how they don't get old this us knowing that eventually hangman's going to get that title shot be better be better yeah uh, nothing about that is like get on with it you know no. to me anyways I, I love the slow burn for this it's it's yeah. really good 100 uh, so it makes it makes like what is it? Some people say it's not always about the destination it's about the journey and this really it, is that absolutely that's this a is perfect the fun line. bit. This is the fun bit. It's like I know this is going to sound crazy, but it's like when Mox was leading up to getting the title. The yeah. like sheer fun bit was mm-hmm. all the back and forth between Inner Circle, Mox, Jericho, the whole guy. Yeah. You know, all that. The build to that was so entertaining, so exciting. Like Willie really joined the Inner Circle, won't we? Oh, we swerved them. Yeah, it's yeah. so. Um, <sighs> Yeah, it's so enjoyable to watch, and then when you get to the destination, you're like, "Great, you're living that moment." And then it's like, "Right, what's the next thing?" So yeah. it's really nice to enjoy these slow, yeah, slow birds. And don't forget, this for Hangman hasn't even been just him leading up to the um, AEW World Title. This was like from when he and Kenny teamed up. This has been going on for that long. This is like. Mm-hmm. Probably yep. the longest running storyline in AEW so far. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like the whole like elite thing and like all that is like yep. the longest. So it it doesn't even feel like it's been that long, which is mm-hmm. crazy. And it's all going to come to a culmination, you know. And it's yep. that again. We've been on that journey. Oh, it's been a bit. It's been a fun ride so far, and I feel like yeah. the, the the best parts are yet to come. Oh, Absolutely. When he starts yeah. actually getting into that program against Kenny. Oh, oh it's going to be beautiful. Magic. It's going to be beautiful. All right. Next Friday, 
we have a pretty awesome lineup. Just looking at these matches that are set up for for, uh, for next week. We have Penta, Eddie Kingston, and Frankie Kazarian, the Elite Hunter, uh, mm-hmm. versus Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers. Andrade is going to sit down with JR in an interview segment. Orange Cassidy versus Cesar Bononi. We have uh, Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page in the handicap match. Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson versus <laughs> QT Marshall Don't and Aaron Solo. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Jake Hager versus Wardlow in an MMA cage fight. Yeah, this looks like a pretty awesome dynamite. It um, does. There are not many weak spots. I have just I um, pulled up uh, the rankings for as of June the mm-hmm. 9th. Do you want to hear them? Yes. Hit me. Okay. So in the men's rankings, Jungle Boy is number one with mm-hmm. eight to one of 2021. Yeah. Number two is Hangman Adam Page mm-hmm. with 10 to one in 2021. Mm-hmm. Third is Darby Allen with 10 to 1. So he's matching up with uh, Adam Page in 2021. That's interesting. Um, John Moxley is fourth, who matches up with Jungle Boy in 2021, mm-hmm. but overall he's obviously different. And yeah. fifth is um, Orange Cassidy, which is 8 1 1 in 2021. Women's. So- well, that's that's interesting, and just to point out too, a lot of people will look at Jungle Boy and go, "What? How has he won with that yeah. record?" But he's automatically number one because of the battle royale. Yeah, exactly. You keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So in the women's, um, Thunder Rosa is fifteen to two in twenty twenty one. Yep. Ty Conti is fifteen to three in twenty twenty one. Um, Nyla Rose is eleven to two in twenty twenty one. She's uh-huh. third. Hikaru Shida is fourth at five to one uh-huh. in 2021. Layla Hirsch is 12 to three in 2021. She's fifth. And in tag team, tag teams, Frosty Blondes are first with 13 to four. Wow. The Acclaimed are second with 10 to three. Mm-hmm. FTR are four to zero at number three. Private Party. A five to one at number four, and fifth. Here we go. Santana and Ortiz are at five <laughs> to two. Oh, so they're going to slowly start climbing up that ladder, aren't they? Yeah. Picking them off one by one until they get to my boys, the Young Bucks. And they've got to go through a whole lot first. <laughs> uh, yep, they do. They do. Uh, but yeah. I got a feeling they're going to get there. I got a feeling by all 100%. out we'll be we will be seeing the young bucks versus uh, proud and powerful. Yeah. Yep. And that yeah. was the that was the rankings, the official AEW rankings for this week. Good job. Thank you. Um, all right. So yeah, another uh, great episode of Dynamite. Uh, again, we talked about how last week felt like a dip, a little bit of a dip. This mm-hmm. is uh, another. This is back up another peak. I think this was uh, an excellent episode. Of, mm. of dynamite um and next week again you know, i just went through the matches they look like it looks like it's gonna be another good episode so a lot to look forward to yeah so i hope you enjoyed our review please don't forget to follow us on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beard play and you can follow sarah at strange underscore pixie you can where we talk about AEW a lot, like a lot, a lot. So, yeah, yeah jump into those discussions with us because we will, we will talk it up. Talk it up. And my profile's back to normal. Yes. <laughs> yes, her profile is back to normal. The, uh, the wager. Uh, I survived. Aftermath is over with. Profile's looking better. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you, uh, you survived. And I appreciate you putting up with it because, again, <laughs> I know I've, I've, I pointed out in, in a tweet that she could have vetoed any of that stuff. But literally everything I, everything I sent to her, she didn't change a thing. She even added the little emojis <laughs> to her name. Yeah. Uh, those little emojis that she put out beside everything that went along with what the theme was, I didn't do that. That was all her. She was just she was playing <laughs> along. She, uh, 
So I, I appreciate that. She's a really good sport. Uh, I don't <laughs> give her many. I don't give her many compliments, but I'm going to give that one. Uh, right. She's 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 pretty awesome for real. <laughs> and that's the last compliment for a while. I'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, she is an awesome co-host. She makes this totally worth it. A blast every oh, week. Thank uh, you very much. Yep. So, but thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it uh, more than you know. Um, so y'all have a good one out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Uh, bye-bye.